Hi, everybody. Welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Skip Miller. And I'm Thibaut Suiris. Every two weeks, we're going to be interviewing thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. And every other week, we'll share tactical tips and insights on how to start conversations, generate opportunities, and close deals faster. We're on a mission to change the way people see sales. As you know, sales is a profession that is one of the most rewarding ever. Yet people are afraid to try or really extend themselves. And this isn't really good. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs and M3 Learning. If you want to attend the recording of the podcast episodes and ask your questions to the guests, you can join the Selling Advantage community. It's a $25 a month subscription where you get access to a community of B2B salespeople, exclusive events, and tactical resources to help you close bigger deals faster. Join today and get one month for free at www.sellingadvantage.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom, tools, and tactics, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this first episode of the B2B Sales Podcast we do with Skip for 2022. Skip, Happy New Year and welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Always fun. So let's let's get rolling here because, boy, time's a waste. Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. So I know I'm saying exactly too much. It's fine. I'm going to work on that. Uh, but I saw a post yesterday you did about... Um, you're not having a plan. So we are in this time of the year where people are starting to work and they have big plans, big ambitions. Um, and often it's just like wishful thinking. So tell me a bit more about what you've heard so far and how you're structuring your plan for 2022. You know, it's it's funny. It's like, you know, I, I can't wait to get cracking in the new year. I can't wait to get started in the new year. So here we are. It's the first week of January. And has anybody gotten their plans written down? So they have specifically, oh, here, I'm going to do this in January. No, you're not. No, you're not. I mean, it's already the 6th, the 5th of January, whatever it is, and you don't have anything written down. What you're doing is you're looking back on 21. You're trying to figure out the 21 deals that flip to 22 that are coming in, and they probably won't. I mean, just write down a simple tactical plan. And the blog I just did on LinkedIn, it was simple. And there was like four or five things to do this week. And they would probably take you maybe an hour or two, but it's progress. It's moving things forward. It's, you know, how to talk to your current accounts about their 2022 trains. It's about how to actually start doing some ATL prospecting right now. It's just, you know, basic block and tackling. But if you don't write the goals down, you're not going to do it. So I, it's just fun to hear people say, you know, I'm going to really get going in 2022. Well, it's already 2022. What are you doing? So it's kind of fine. Exactly. And uh, I think one thing I've noticed is that we tend to take these first few weeks to plan and organize and time goes so fast and it seems like every year it's, it's going faster. And one thing I've noticed is that I'm currently in this phase where I'm building my plan for 2022. As you know, both of us, we are not just selling, we're running businesses. So we have plenty of things to take care of. And one thing I didn't put on the side was prospecting, for example. So first day, yesterday, I came to the office. First thing I've done, I did was like to really prospect into my prospecting block and the power, power hour, as you know well. And yeah. um, that's one thing. While you're planning, don't forget to also do all the activities that will get you and be, you know, make you successful for the end of Q3. So and it doesn't, uh, doesn't mean make 100 dials. I mean, like 
send out 10 emails. I mean, 10 emails. What's that going to take you? An hour? You know, it, I, I wish I would do my LinkedIn blog every week, but it just doesn't happen. But when I sit down and write it, it's like, boom, it gets done. Mm-hmm. But the thought of actually, oh, I got to sit down and write another one and blah, 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 come up with some ideas. It just is overwhelming. But actually, when you start, and the actual approach is called the Swiss cheese approach, by taking the problem or the issue and poking a little holes in it, by you know trying to do this or trying to do that, all of a sudden, you're done with the whole thing. Don't try to take the whole thing in one bite. You know, Do this little Swiss cheese approach by, okay, I'm going to put 15 minutes in right now. And, and all of a sudden, 15 becomes 30, and all, all of a sudden, you're almost done with the project. So those type of things. But Time and time again, if you don't write the goals, and what I find fun is you and I have got to spend some time this week or next week at the latest validating what we put together for 22, right? We've already kind of thought what we want to have done, but we don't have it in writing. But And, and if you don't share it with somebody, you're never going to get it done. It's almost like working out. You know, if you don't have a friend to work out with, you never go to the gym. But all of a sudden, it's like, well, my friend's going, so I got to go. And it just, it's hysterical. So when you're putting your goals down for 2022, don't forget to share them with somebody and have them share you and swap an email, actually have it written down. So th- those are important. So you know those things have got to get done now. The last thing you want is having 11 months to make a 12-month number. That's not going to happen, right? So if you're going to blow off January and not do anything, you're now in a position to have 11 months to make a 12-month number. And, and the quote is not going to go away. So why would you want 11 months to make a 12-month number? It's kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. The Swiss cheese approach is not how we eat cheese, by the way, in Switzerland. Uh, it's <laughs> called Gruyere, where we're coming from. And you yeah, have there to, you go. But there's holes. We don't do the holes on purpose. It's just like uh, the process. But yeah, I, I think it's it's taking, you know, like bites after bites. And I think this real challenge people have, and, and I'm also guilty of that, is that while you're planning, you tend to forget executing. And if you take too long planning, as you said, you're going to end up with 11 months to do a 12-month quota. And your quota is most likely 10, 20% higher than last year. So it's not going to help. Yeah. And it's actually a negotiating term called the power of the written word. Because you have it written down, you end up doing it. So you know, just do bite-sized chunks. I will contact five above the line buyers in my current customer base and ask them about their 2022 trains this week. I mean, it's five. I mean, it's not like it's a, it's a mountain here. Mm-hmm. I will get 10 people in my sequence, you know, my 10 touch two week sequence or whatever it is. I will get 10 people, five people in whatever it may be. Keep it real short, keep it real tight, but make progress. You know, you know, one step at a time, not these giant leaps, because these giant leaps just are, usually aren't effective. And boy, it just takes so much effort. So the best thing about writing goals down is that because they're always there, you see them rather than, geez, what did I say a week ago my goals were going to be again? I mean, that, that's just not working. Yeah. And I think one thing is, is uh, I'm listening right now to a lot of podcasts from, uh, it's a podcast called Indie Hacker and uh, got a really cool tool called Notion that I'm working on. And I did exactly what you said. I, I wrote down my, my goals and I have like a, a weekly dashboard where I can see that. And today, for example, I started working with the system and I've achieved so much, you know, it, it would have taken me like two weeks to do that like last year because I was just, you know, lazy. And, and now I'm just like really 
efficient, but why do you think salespeople by nature are not super organized, let's say like developers or other type of people? They, they don't have to be. Yeah. They don't have to be, right? It's like, I got a deal coming at me. All I'm going to do is work the deal and I can just be ignorant of all the planning, all the procedures, all the process. I mean, when was the last time you got you, you sat back and said, yep, my, my sales force is completely up to date. I mean, what did... What did but the good ones have that. The good people do that, right? So, you know, the more we can, and as managers, as sales management, you, you got to put a process down. To have your sales for, have your prospecting list done by the end of Wednesday and send it to me. And it sounds like you're micromanaging, but you're helping. Yeah. Managing the metrics is always tough because you'll hear cries of, uh, you know, oh, you're you're micromanaging me. I, I, well, I'm sorry. We have to have standards of performance, mm -hmm. SOPs, and those standards are what you can measure yourself against. So I'll throw it back on management that doesn't have standards that they don't have. We want to have ten new prospects in your pipeline every month, or we want you to have five ATO calls per per week for the next three. They don't have. We call that the Miller Seventeen. But you know, that's looking at the frequencies and competencies. But if management doesn't put together standards of performance, don't start sitting back saying, my salespeople are lazy. Now, you didn't put the structure down where they could measure themselves against. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. I think the um, writing down things is so important. As you said, we don't need to do it in sales very often. We just can, you know, run our little stuff. But I think writing down things and having these Miller 17 or any kind of scorecard that you can use is so important. Yeah. And um, it's just time blocking, you know, like uh, what I see in a, lot of, in a lot of training is that reps are always saying, hey, I couldn't do that. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. And the thing is, is if you think and you look at their day, it's just like most of the day spent wasting time or playing busy or just like not doing anything. And I think it's just doing this kind of mind sweep. It's also something I learned where you're always thinking about like the deals, different kinds of things. And then you have so much stuff on your mind that you end up doing nothing. And so I think this mind sweep, being able to kind of like list everything you have to do, sort them, give, give them like priorities and then executing is, is really a good way to, to get started. Without a doubt. I fully agree with you, Thibault. And, and don't forget about fears. Fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of rejection. So if I were to try to do some of these goals, I may not accomplish them. And if I don't accomplish them, I'm a loser, I'm a failure. So this whole fear factor is an unbelievable driver in how salespeople stop doing things because they don't want to be set up for failure. And it's actually a death spiral. The less they do of this, then the more potential failure they're going to have because they don't have a plan. So therefore, they're not going to put it down. And if they don't put it down, they're going to be a fit. So it's a death spiral. Mm -hmm. So number one, write them down. Number two, buddy up. Find somebody you can buddy with and share goals with. And number three, make sure they're measurable, right? Five, 10, 20, you know, two, whatever it may be. This way, you have a scorecard you can put yourself against. Without it, you're going to be in February trying to have a 12-month number you know, in 11 months, which is even a bigger obstacle. Yeah. And you're going to be happy to hear that I'm going to send, send you that, Skip, on selling and vintage in the community, writing down everything, the goals, and you'll be able to track every uh, all of that 
weekly. So that's going to be. Right. Uh, I'm going to send out the Miller seven, the, the, the M3 goals. I already have Tom's and I already have. So we're going to put together our goals here. And if we don't, if we don't do our own work, then shame on us. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So before we wrap up, um, like what are you next week's looking like? Swamp. I mean, I've just got tons of work, tons of new customers, tons of everything. It's all starting. So I've enjoyed, but my, uh, this week I'm actually going to some uh, uh, car racing school in, in Nevada. Mm -hmm. So for two days, I, I drive around this real fast lap with these fast cars. So it should be kind of fun. Hopefully I'll, I'll survive and, and I'll, I'll be able to live another day, but looking forward to my last two days of a mini vacation before we kick in for the month. How about you? Uh, I might just, just work, you know, like I don't have anything planned, just working. So tell me more about these fast cars. What are you going to drive? So it's a, it's a, a Chevrolet Corvette school. So you drive these Corvettes around this track, which is hysterical. I mean, you actually get to go, you know, hundreds of you know, hundred miles an hour, you know, 160, 180 kilometers an hour and just have fun and really test out the car. So I'll enjoy it. My last couple of days of vacation before I actually start working again. So how about yourself? What do you plan doing this week? So no, no real plan. I'm just, just going to work and prepare, um, you know, like just really going to work on, on my stuff, prepare the year, deliver, like I have training, uh, training starting next week also. Um, So yeah, it's just going to be super busy. So I'm really happy because the weather is terrible here. So it's good. Good. All righty. Yeah. All right. Take care of yourself. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Talk soon. Ciao. Thanks for listening to that episode. If you like what you hear and you want to explore more, I invite you to join the Selling Advantage community. It's a paid community we're running with Skip Miller, where you're going to get access to a content library with training, checklist, and exclusive resources. You'll also get access to our experimentation swipe file and a Discord group with 150 Texas people. We also have online events where we invite special guests, a regular Ask Us Anything, and our content is focused on sales for North America and EMEA. If you want to check it out, go to sellingadvantage.io or click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to sign up. 